Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast, although not Southwest Washington's only sports podcast. I've been informed. We're sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center, as well as our good friends at Global Septic. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Alec Dietz and Chronicle Sports Reporter Josh Kirscherbaum. I heard we're also sponsored by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. We are also sponsored by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Somebody should have added that to the notes. <laughs> hey. And I was told. I wonder who put those that. together. I, don't, uh, yeah. I asked Alec beforehand. Hey, should we uh, change the intro? And he was like, "No, Aaron does that." Good, good call. I both trusted of you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I failed. We're not going to start this over, though. I got places to be. <laughs> it is Wednesday, October fifth, and was there was there an important football game on Friday, featuring a couple of two A teams? It was. Oh, yeah, Black Hills and Aberdeen, I think, uh, was a big one. Game of the week, right? Yeah. Woodland played Hawkinson, I think. That was a pretty good game. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Oh, Rochester, Rochester Centralia. Yeah, also that's a big pretty, one. you know, shocking. Yeah. Of course, we're alluding to WF West. <laughs> Knocking off Tumwater, 28-7. <laughs> Where were you 13 years ago, Aaron? I was covering WF West Tumwater, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Damn, that, that answer is a lot less fun than the ones I got from the WF West players. Um, yeah, I, I remember that season. I think they they made the state playoffs that year, and I think they lost to Archbishop Murphy in either the first or second round. But Archbishop Murphy was really good. Fun team. Anyway, this year's Bearcat team also looks pretty good. Uh, Josh, you were there. What happened? Uh I think I remember saying beforehand that they had the line to deal with Tumwater, and the question was who could go over the top better, and the answer was pretty forcefully WF West. Um, from the first drive, they had the downfield passing game going, and Tumwater did not, and Tumwater just could not do anything on offense, and that's at the table for pretty comprehensive win. It was uh, how how quickly did it become apparent that like WFS was in charge in this one? Oh, two drives. Yeah, I mean they went downfield on the they got the ball first. They went over the top to Brumfield for like a forty yard gain, and they scored. And then Tumwater went nowhere and went three and out. And WFS got the ball back and scored again. And they took got a couple ticky tack pass interference calls that kind of let them get going. But yeah, yeah, no, it was I think. Tom, I think WFS scored on four of its first five possessions. Wow. Uh, the last one was like the first time they didn't do anything. They had a fumble. And then three plays later, they picked it off out their own three-yard line and then went 97 yards in 40 seconds to score their uh, fourth and final touchdown. Like, it was pretty comprehensive. It was pretty dominant. Uh, what uh, What was the reaction from the players and coaches on the Bearcats afterwards? Were they... Happy? They were they were decently excited about it. I would Interesting. say. Okay. Uh, the defense, of course, pitched a shutout, yep. and the offense helped it take a twenty-eight nothing lead at halftime. Quarterback Gavin Fugate. Pretty. Is this like a signature game for him? Yeah, and the, that those numbers are really uh, downplayed by. I mean, if there was you know 
a downside to their generational win. It was the fact that, I mean, they didn't do anything on offense at all in the second half other than hand Tumwater seven points on a not particularly smart double pass. Like, I didn't get that. But other than that, like, you didn't need them to do much. But yeah, if you look at Fugate's line, he finished 15 for 24. He was 14 for 18 in the first half. And then pretty good. One for the rest of that in the second for like 10 yards. So like almost all those numbers came first half. He looked real good. The receivers looked real good. Like Fugate hasn't been the problem early. It's been his receivers have had a couple doses of the dropsies, but those were gone. They all did their jobs really well. Yeah. Um, The line did a great job. He wasn't really under pressure much at all. Okay. Yeah. Against Tumwater, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Alec, were you surprised by this outcome? No. No. I would, didn't we talk about last week that if, I mean, we got a bunch of crap because uh, we all picked Tumwater except, quote, Chad. I don't like, did uh, we get a lot of crap? I mean, well, apparently they Chad hung up our faces great. in the locker room. I mean, that's... <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe give us some credit for the win, I guess. I mean, if if they had to look at our faces in the locker room, maybe for a week they deserve a win, I guess. But uh, no, I'm not not surprised at all. I think uh, I really wouldn't have been surprised by any outcome. Um, It's, uh, you know, the strength is in their line, and obviously I think it helps that they don't have to block Ryan Otten or Austin Terry, two dudes who are currently playing Division I football right now. um, you know, and, and like Josh said, Tumwater struggled all year kind of in their downfield passing game. So, um, with the Bearcats kind of opening up and, and getting that going, I'm, I'm definitely not surprised at, at the result. I figured it'd be a little bit closer, but, uh, um, I don't think it's that surprising. I think I, I was high on WFS entering the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how high they can climb, you know, obviously they were humbled a little bit with that Lennon loss in, in week two, but, uh, you know, this, this is a huge win for them. It's, I think it's like a monkey off the back kind of situation and they can kind of move forward with, with the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. Um, they might see him again, but still checking them off in, in the regular season and, and kind of getting that done and proving that you can beat a team like that. Um, who've been snake bit against, uh, yeah. I think it's huge for your confidence. I was a little surprised it was so dominant and especially because it really was just that Fugate and the receivers, like the line did well and the defense did brilliantly. But I think I don't. I lost my final. I don't have my final notes. I think they finished with forty yards rushing. Like Tumwater, no WF West. Oh yeah. Like I would have figured that if they had, if you had seen them go up twenty-eight nothing, they would have had just fl- foot on the gas, everything going right. And the fact that they didn't have to play the perfect game with a balanced offense that they like to run was honestly a little surprising to me. Okay, but that just means they're I think better than I even saw coming going into this year. Uh, are they in line for the Evco title now? They are. Yes, and I would fact, be very surprised if they do not win it. They are. I think this week's matchup is the battle of the undefeated. Uh, who do they have this week? Abbott. No, no, they're playing Rochester. Oh, never mind. Never mind. There's, okay. there's still one more undefeated in the EFCO that they have to play. And that is, is it? Ab- is Aberdeen really undefeated? I think Aberdeen's undefeated. Who have they played? Is Shelton? Oh no, Ab- no. Yeah. I don't know. Aberdeen just beat Black Hills. And I think they won week one against Centralia. And so they I haven't played Tumwater two and out. So yeah, but they are, no, WF West is in the driver's seat going forward. Yeah. Okay. Sort of yeah. unfortunate that they had to play this game so early. You know, I think it takes a lot of the intrigue out of, I mean, there's plenty of intrigue elsewhere in the, in the standings, but it does sort of, um, it would be quite shocking if WF West didn't win the league title. Okay. All right. Well, congratulate. Let us be the first podcast to congratulate <laughs> WF West on maybe winning an EFCO title. We shall see. 
elsewhere in the Evco, Rochester beats up on Centralia 38-6. First Evco win for Rochester. The Tigers still over. Uh, Tate Kornstrom and Braden Hartley each had over 100 rushing yards for Rochester. The Warriors blocked a couple punts. And Kellen Rookledge scored Centralia's only touchdown. Uh, any big takeaways from that one or kind of in line with what we've come to expect so far? Yeah, I think that's that's probably the exact score I probably would have predicted. Centralia mm-hmm. still hasn't cracked double digits scoring this year. They've just had a tough go trying to get that that offense installed. They've gone through a couple different quarterbacks, I think, um, whether it just be for injury or, um, you know, trying to figure out who who's the guy back there and uh and you know rochester i think is just kind of they have that tough matchup where they turn the ball over a little too much you know you turn the ball over i think four times five times whatever they did against black hills you're not going to win many games um you know and then the tough showing against shelton so they bounce back and um and they they get to play shahalos this week so all right. Uh, the other game black hills lost to aberdeen 24 to 14 we don't have stats from that one but uh, Aberdeen, better than expected? Maybe. Didn't Aberdeen lose to... Was Aberdeen the one that lost to Montesano by like 30? I think so. Um, and Black Hills beat Montesano, so that is a pub- pu- puzzling result for me. That's a puzzling result, but that's not the same Black Hills team that beat Montesano. That's the Black Hills team that beat Montesano minus its top rusher and its top receiver and a couple bodies on the I still think... It's, kind of, it's really a shame what happened to them. They started out really promising and then just lost too many people to be... Uh, be able to move on. Keep it up. Yeah, keep yeah. it up. That's the word. Sustainable. That was the word I was looking for. Right. We're journalists. We know words here. Yeah, we <laughs> certainly do. Uh, do you guys know how to spell the word Gobel? G-O-E-B-E-L, Septic, our favorite sponsor. Well, one of our three favorite sponsors. <laughs> Gobel Septic. <laughs> Man, you're on your sponsor I, game today. <laughs> I know. Gobel Septic provides service and portable sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Calitz, Grants Harbor Counties, septic pumping, inspecting, and riser insul- installation, commercial septic pumping, grease trap services, and, of course, they'll rent you a porta potty and a portable sink. Visit Gobel Septic, G-O-E-B-E-L septic.com or give them a call, 736-2167. Uh, Alec, you went to Tonino on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. How was how was your trip? It was good. They rolled out the red carpet for me. They had like a tape. Bamer set up this table and it had you know, my name spelled correctly on it. And that's the Bamer difference. Man, I mean, I, I years ago when I covered the Apple Cup in Pullman, they misspelled both my first name and my last name uh, when they had mine when I sat in that press box. So I think Tanano does it better than they do in Pullman. Wow. Uh, bold statement. I think Bamer disagree with you on that one. But uh, hey, he uh, he went to the UW game a couple weeks ago. He did, didn't he? When he was at um, we, we when I covered the game up in Seattle, he was wearing purple underneath his uh, Tenino gear. I could only assume he was going to be repping the Huskies there. So I'm sure he was. Uh, anyway, yeah, Tenino went back and forth with number one Eatonville lost 27, 22. Uh, you were there, Alec. What, uh, thoughts, what happened? Yeah. You know, it was, a um, it was just a back and forth, really, really good football game. Um, I think both those teams are very good. They're both very well coached. Uh, there wasn't a single pass completed. Wow. Um, so that's how, you know, it's a great football game. I did it get over quickly. Uh, no, it was like three hours long. I don't know how it took so long, but, uh, you know, it, uh, maybe it's the, just the back and forth 
ness of it. I don't know. But Dylan Spicer had like 241 rushing yards with two touchdowns. Uh, about 160 of those came on two runs. Uh, but still, you know, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eatonville had uh, their quarterback ran for like a, 135 yards in the Job, running back. Job Kralik? Job Kralik. Job? Job Kralik, yes. Um, he, Kerry Nagel tonight, his coach, was very complimentary of him. He said he was one of the best players in 1A. Um, and he gave Tanano problems getting outside. Um, a lot of designed runs. I think he had two touchdowns. And then their running back, Dylan Norman, had the other two touchdowns with also just just under 140 rushing yards. So um, back and forth all the way. Tanino actually had the lead heading into the fourth quarter. And uh, Edenville put together a drive where they converted uh, fourth and one. Um, and I think they scored the go-ahead touchdown with, I want to say, eight minutes to go. And then Tanino, which is what they were doing the entire game, was bleeding the play clock all the way down every single time. I think they were just trying to keep the ball away from Edenville. Um, they had like a six minute drive where they went all the way down the field. So there was like two minutes left and then they just kind of got behind the chains and had to throw a couple passes, which just isn't really their game. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, couldn't, uh, couldn't take the lead again, but good football game. You know, I think anyone that is still skeptical on if Tonino can kind of keep up with the top teams in the States, um, you know, I, I I think they've been proven wrong at this point. I think Tonino is, I think very legit, um, you know, and, and they kind of proved they could beat anybody. Uh, they very easily could have won that football game. So um, I think they've kind of proven that they can compete with anybody yeah. without Takari Hickel. Yes. Which even, was the big question mark. Yeah. Yeah. They look pretty good. Um, as you have placed in the notes here, they are legit. Uh, moving on to the two B's. Napa Vine went up to Bellingham on Saturday and beat what's, what's Bellingham's mascot. Do we know? They used to be something native, I think. And now they're the Bayhawks. Okay, well, the Bayhawks uh, couldn't flag and snap fine, lost 71-13. The Tigers had the JVs in in the second quarter. Uh, Max O'Neill ran back two uh, punts, kickoffs? I think one was a kickoff and one had to be a punt. Okay. No, no, no. It was a kickoff and then they got a safety and then he took another kickoff to the house. Okay, good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so Napa Vine had a... Napa Vine's offense took the field with a 16-0 lead midway through the first quarter. For the first time. <laughs> All right. Um, Worthy trip to Bellingham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I you know, and, and we could read off the stats. They're all absurd. It's the same numbers as they are every week. I think Demarest yeah. had 200 yards passing, a couple touchdown throws. Kale Stanley had two touchdowns on like five carries. Mm-hmm. Um, are, is Napa Vine going to be challenged this year? I, I, are they playing Raymond South Bend in the regular season? They are. They're hosting them. And I guess RSB would be the one team that might be able to challenge them, but they got to end with RSB and then Forks, I think, on a back-to-back. But Forks has now dropped two. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't, games. Think, like, I don't Forks, know if Forks is the Forks isn't exactly going to strike fear into like Napavite at this point. They beat him like sixty something last year. Twice, yeah, yeah. Like that's fine. Um, yeah, the RSB game could be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, so and and I'll give RSB credit. I I don't want to completely write them off. They've been dominating everybody they've been playing too. You know, it's not like they've kind of barely scraped by everyone and they're like this big surprise. I mean, they are a surprise five and zero undefeated team, but um, it's not like that. It feels fluky. Like yeah. they're a very good football team. Yeah. So it'll be interesting when it gets there. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only game on the schedule that I really think Napa Vine could be challenged on up until the postseason. All right. Uh, let's see. Adna 
played Wakayakum in Kathlamet, which, as we all know, it's a tough this place to might play. have been the most hashtag Wakayakum is their Kathlamet is a tough place to play a game. Ever. Uh, <laughs> Adna won a 12 7. 245 total yards from both. That was the total between both of the teams. Combined, Combined. yeah. And this offense <laughs> yeah, has... I heard that sigh. And this <laughs> offense has hit a bit of a hiccup, but you know what? They gritted it out, picked up the win. This, Yeah, this was what, a game... What, three and two now? Three and two. They, That's not bad. We had two offenses that did absolutely nothing for a quarter. Uh-huh. Two quarters. It sounds like four quarters. Well, yeah. Adna <laughs> found enough offense to drive down the field and finally push in from like two yards out with 40 seconds left, missed the extra point. Mm-hmm. So it was 6 nothing with 40 seconds left in the first half. And then Wakayakum took the ensuing kickoff back for a touchdown. <laughs> so they went from, you know, finally scoring and being like, oh, we're going to go into halftime. Up. And then Wakayakum hit the extra point. So they <laughs> went into halftime down 7-6. And then, yeah, they took like most of the third quarter to score again. It was... Not a whole lot good going on there. But a win's a win. But a yeah, win is a win. win. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, the two Bs, PWV destroys MWP 41-8 in the Clash of the Titans. Hyphens. Clash of the hyphens. <laughs> <laughs> PWV led 27 nothing after a quarter. Not what anyone expected, including the PWV coaches. Josh Fluke wasn't wasn't gassing up the boys. I didn't talk John, to Josh Fluke. I, I talked to talk Lee to Fluke. I, I, I talked to Lee Metcalf. He also was not expecting that. As I, a matter of fact, yeah, I talked to John Peterson. He was like, you know, I thought we would win, but I, I did not think we'd be up twenty-seven zip. Uh, he wasn't upset about it though, as you yeah. can imagine. Uh, PWV outgained MWP three hundred thirty yards to ninety-eight yards. Blake Howard had one hundred twenty-one of those yards. Carter Danteen had sixty-four for. MWP. Uh, do we need to have an intervention with the C2B? What what the hell's going on? What do we know anything other yeah, than know, Napavine well, is mean, good? I mean, it's like it's what we've known for a couple weeks now. Napavine's pretty good, and everybody else is just kind of shake them up in a bag and you know see what happens. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, PWV. I thought that game would be close. That surprises me. I don't know. Morton White Pass hadn't really played anybody. Yeah, they beat Forks. Yeah, yeah. Forks. That tells you all you need to know about Forks. They're not a threat to Napa. Maybe. What if Forks beats PWV? Then what happens? You know, like what if? shake them up. In. I I don't know. All right, next Teams, game. Get it together. Come on, give us something to work with here. Uh, Riverhawks roll loggers thirty-eight twelve. You were at that game. I went. I went and watched the first half. Yeah, Ty and I went and checked it out. Uh, we got to the we got to halftime, and I was like, you know what? I think I think we can take off. I think it was thirteen nothing or whatever, fourteen oh, whatever it was. Well, what'd you see? Uh, Ani couldn't move the ball very much, and Toledo looks I don't know, like you said, they look like Toledo, like they're okay. <laughs> you laughed at me when I tried to, couldn't figure out a better way to describe it. I, <laughs> they, they just, like they got, they don't really throw the ball very well. There's nothing that like jumps off the page at you, but you watch them, you're like, yeah, well, they're. Going to be able to pick up uh, like one out of every six running plays is going to go for 10 yards, maybe. And like, they're going to be fine. They're efficient. If not flashy, they're like a, like a Toyota Tercel. Damn. Is that another sponsor? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Toyota is now our sponsor. Um, Toledo said it's the first time they've been able to out physical on Alaska. First win over Ani since 2018. Jeffrey Glass had 197 rushing yards, couple touchdowns. Caden Mazingo ran for 81 yards for Ani. Um, and you write who is dangerously close to a disastrous start to the season. We're more than halfway through. I think we have ended yeah, the start it's, to the they're, season. They're, they're, it's a down year. There's no shame in that. 
I mean, the good news for Ani is, as we say in the C2B... It's a meat grinder. Put everybody in and shake it up. And Toledo is possibly one of... Possibly the best team in that division. We're Maybe, not sure. I don't know. Like, they're not going to face anybody they're not going to have a puncher's chance at Yeah, the rest of the year. They uh, could turn it around, but they'd have to look a whole lot better. Yeah, they're... Uh, uh, you know, they just couldn't move the ball very well. That's It happens. Uh, Rainier wins its first game since 2020, beating Iwako 38-14. Quarterback Jake Meldrum passed for 233 yards, three touchdowns. Hunter Howell caught eight of those for 122 yards and two scores. Meldrum also ran for 89 yards and two touchdowns. Congrats, Rainier. Good for them. Yeah, they started, they lied about wanting to run the ball more. I think Meldrum threw like 30 passes. It was so. a fake out. Totally had us bamboozled, led astray, you, run amok. You what thought we were going to do the same exact thing as everybody else, but we're doing something different. <laughs> uh, moving on to the 1Bs. Nacelle overwhelms our dear sweet Oakville 54 to 6. Alas, they could not score 90 points again. If only they could score 90 <laughs> points a game. They would have won. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Clatouche had 63 rushing yards and 108 passing yards, and the Acorns only touchdown. Elsewhere in the 1B is Winlock beat something called Sound Christian, soundly 60 to 38. Lots of offense. Peyton Sickles ran for 300 yards and four touchdowns and passed for 116 yards and two touchdowns. What's what's Winlock now? Three and one, four and one? Four and one. Something like that. Yep. Yeah, they've only lost to Nacelle. Okay. Uh, we're also sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. Josh, you go over to Elam's, pick up some some new I stuff not, yet? I have not yet. Alec, do you go pick up a cabinet to set your record player upon? I have not, but you know what? It would be a sound idea. It would be a sound idea. Uh, Elam's Home Furnishings, locally owned, family owned, and here to stay. They're at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. Give them a call at 807-1211 or email them, info at elamshf.com. Is it poll time? Alex it's always favorite. full time. Oh boy, the AP poll. Oh. I can open the story for the first time. Oh man, you don't even know the rankings. And in the two A's, WF West, the highest ranked team with a loss. They're at four. Yep. Good for them. Uh, Linden remains at number one. Eden Claw two, Prosser three, Tomwater drops to seven. In the one A's, Eatonville, still number one. Tonino was number eight. Did they drop? They did drop two oh, places. Yes, also, I agree. Very stupid. You drop for losing. Oh, this is far. This is interesting. No, you don't. Not in high school. In the two B's, Napavine, <laughs> number one with seven of eight first place votes. Okanagan, number two. They're also five and oh. Raymond South Bend gets a first place vote. They're in third. Does Trent, Trent still have his AP? I don't think so. Maybe. Interesting. What's funny is last week Okanagan had a first place vote, so I think it's the same person. I think RSB just fl- or got that person's vote. Just a just a Napavine hater out there. Must be. Must be. There's really plenty of them early, out there. Because this morning I was talking with Alec and I was like, you know, because the voting pool is so small, we could both put RSB one and it would guarantee them to get two. Like that would be enough poll. Knock Okanagan off. To knock Okanagan yeah. off two. That would be. It didn't. Collusion, it would be. It would be collusion. It would be very unethical. Uh, We did not do that for the record, but then we saw that somebody actually... I know, I texted Josh, and I was like, you monster, did you do this? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Okanagan 2, Raymond South Bend 3, Liberty 4, Lynn Ritzville, Sprague 5, 
Burbank, six. Toledo, seven. They moved up from 10. Lake Roosevelt, eight. Chihuahua, nine. And MWP, 10. Uh, I was talking with an East Side insider earlier, and he was miffed at Chihuahua being nine. So so we are miffed on this, but I, I know nothing about Take it. Take from that what you will. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Was it Matt Evans? No. No. Oh, was it? Brandon. Was it, it was Brian? Come, yeah. He doesn't even know. Uh, he has he even seen Has he seen them play? No, he lives in Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> no. You can I'm absorb not, a lot from that. I'm not going to give Chihuahua a bump for Brandon. Sorry. I, you can take a lot just from like living around. Like if you lived in Centralia and all the linemen had glasses, you'd be like, oh boy. Yeah, they'd be awesome. You, <laughs> yes. Okay. Imagine all the linemen are wearing like goggles. That would be intimidating. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Come on. Kareem what if they just wore got, goggles. What if they just got prescription? <laughs> I don't visors? know if Kareem's goggles added to the intimidation factor. I think it he did. O- or he overcame. If it. you wear goggles, you have to be good at your sport. Kareem was intimidating before he wore goggles. It's not like he, Didn't showed he always up wore like, goggles. No, not when he was. Like, I wasn't alive. Center. I don't know. Uh, neither was I. <laughs> but uh, in the one B's, uh, Nacelle is fifth and Monster Rock, Monster Rock is dropped out of the top five. Well, they were like Tahola. four or something. It's the power of Tahola. Yeah, man. Uh, real quick. Do we have some highlights on other sports? Oh, wait. I, I want to put in real fast. Uh, yeah, but I, I tweeted out early this morning because the WIA came out with RPI. So I uh, asked Do you have any people. highlights? Um, I asked people for the reactions. I got from Haley Palmer just a, a gif with the person holding up a sign that said one star, absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Somebody Speaking compl- of the mic, Josh. Oh, am I not speaking into the mic enough you for go. you? There you there go. go. That's uh, somebody wants to know if Yelm stopped playing football because they're somehow not in the top 10. Did anybody ask if they have golf rankings yet? They did not ask if they have golf rankings. What about wrestling? Uh, no. Somebody wants to know if Tenino also shut down their program because they are also not in the in the RPI rankings. These uh, people know it's all it's just like numbers, like it's an algorithm. Matt Evans wants to know your thoughts on the lack of D4 representation. Is the league down as a whole, or have the computers finally reve- revealed their true anti-D4 bias? Yes. He doesn't care about our opinions, only yours. <laughs> uh, the answer the answer is yes, of course. And Napavine at three is a joke, exclamation point. RPI has zero credibility, second exclamation point. Well, Napavine at three... Jim Napabine. The A and B sports report covering A and B sports in Washington state. Oh, wow. Div Tingle. It is um, a computer oh, that people need to realize. Well, it's a computer and they're like the rest of the league being so up and down has dropped Napavine's like RPI basically. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. it doesn't wait cross classification games. That's so. why Yelm is not in the top 10. Yeah. Because yeah. they've beaten like three, four, a schools and that counts as like a 500 team. Yeah. Which is fucking stupid. Did you just drop another F bomb on this <laughs> he, podcast? He tried to. I'm burp, out of like, control. He tried to burp over it. I think yeah. <laughs> that was just uh, some in my throat. <clears throat> I'm not going to edit that out. It's um, real. I, I think it's more worthy when talking about the RPI than you're getting me worked up. Golf. Okay, you're getting me worked up about the RPI. Other sports. I'm sorry, we Let's have to talk about soccer. An explicit. Uh, next uh, Centralia lost to Aberdeen in PKs. Uh, I saw your lead about if this would have been played in any other country, it would have been a tie. Um, <laughs> get the hell out of here. Uh, <laughs> How very Lewis County of you. <laughs> PKs are dumb. I'll stand by it. WF West beat Rochester. Cam Sheets had another hat trick. She also had three assists. She's pretty good. She is pretty good. Uh, all area MVP favorite? Shortlist. Yeah, shortlist. Shortlist. Uh, adding to beat Napavine and solidly the second best C2PL team behind Napa or by bleh, behind Kalama now, question mark. Well, according to the RPI rankings, actually, Napavine no. is better than Kalama, even though Kalama beat Napavine. So 
there's that. It's the uh, quality no, loss. I think talk, talking about Adna, they they lost in their week one, or not their week one, but their first game against Elma, five to zip, and since then have routed off like seven straight wins or something. And I think everyone kind of expected them to take a step back. Um, obviously, a new coach. You know, Patrick Richardson's been been there for forever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, anytime you have a new coach, there's kind of new philosophies, and they're also replacing a big senior class. So I think everyone kind of expected them to take not a huge step back, but a small step back. And mm-hmm. uh, beating a, a good team in Napa Vine pretty soundly all the way around, um, you know, I don't know how far step back they've actually taken. I think they um, have kind of positioned themselves nicely um, so far in the league. So um, good on them getting the uh, the fast start. Carly Von Moose still very good at sports. Just about every single one. You know what? That makes sense. I she like it. banged one from like 35 yards out and mm-hmm. it was really impressive. Yeah. Um, I believe it. And it's probably, I, I mean, I've never talked to her about it, but that's probably like, it's got to be your third favorite sport. I don't know. Uh, it's probably your third best sport, right? She's so good at all of them. I mean, she's, she's really good so- at softball. I think softball's number one. It's got to like- be, but she's also really good at basketball. Yeah. All right. Good well, at sports. We'll see. She's pretty good. Yeah, she is. That's my hot take. Uh, volleyball, WFS comes back a few times to sweep Rochester. Weird game. Weird match. All right. Centralia swept, swept Aberdeen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they look pretty good. Um, they're still kind of getting over uh, being sick last week, but uh, yeah, they're... Uh, they're always solid. Marty Smith does a good job over there. Uh, and Mossy Rock is still quite good. They swept Firm Foundation. The firmest I, I guess, of foundations. I guess Sound Christian was busy that night. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and Adna made Kalama bleed. It took a whole set. Wow. I think I saw this was the first set, first league set that Kalama dropped in two years. Since November. Last November. Last November. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a long time. Yep. But uh, yeah, somehow Adna survived committing 10 service errors in the first set and beat Kalama. Um, don't ask me how, but they did. And then, yeah, they, they couldn't keep up. But still, taking a set from, from the Nooks is not uh, easy to do. Not too shabby. All right. Uh, it's time for this week's Grid Picks, brought to you by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. We will give you the AmeriCool Heating and Cooling hot take of the week. It's in Australia? At some point. Uh, I don't know. Uh, AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Your comfort is their business. They have a 24-7 emergency service line. You can give them a call, 360-273-3300. Just talk to them about how hot you are, you know? Maybe, okay. maybe you're just, you know, <laughs> just, want, just want to get it out there. <laughs> um, yeah, AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. They'll fix your heating system or your cooling system. Maybe both. Maybe you're throwing a party. I don't know. Live your, live your life. <laughs> uh, week six games. Should we look at the overall records first? Uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. I bet you would. Uh, Alec has the best record, 47 and 12 this season. Josh and I both 46 and 13. Chad and Jordan are both 42 and 17. And Brandon, a dismal 37, 22. If you look at the RPI, though, I'm in first, Alex in second. <laughs> Brandon's in third. Don't get that. Don't get why on that one. Aaron, you're in fourth. Then wow, Chad and then Jordan. Brandon's got some quality picks. Yeah, He's got some strength <laughs> schedule some, issues. I had one quality loss in there, and that just shot me to the top. <laughs> All right. Tumwater and WFS. That's a quality bad pick. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, first game, Shelton at Centralia. Everybody went Shelton except Chad. Hot take of the week. He took Centralia. There it is. Pew, 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 pew. Got it out of the way. Uh, Kalama at on Alaska. 
Who would have thought these teams would be what one, two and seven going into this game? Yeah, I know. Funny how things change. Yeah, uh, we've all got Kalama. Brandon's got Kalama. Jordan and Chad each have on Alaska. You could talk me into pretty much either of these. I don't know. Still, don't think these teams like each other. You know, I think it'll be a fun that. football game, even yeah, if they're not great. Like, I, sure. There's intrigue. Be, There's drama. It's gonna be like watching the like the heavyweight wrestling match between two two B teams. Except they're not heavyweights anymore, but yeah. Yeah, well, but that kind of like slow, deliberate, like an actual wrestling match. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, bad analogy. Morton White Pass at <laughs> Napavine. Everybody went Napavine. Shocker. Yeah. Rochester, WF West. WF West across the board. The Bearcats. Trap game? No. Could be a trap game. It could be a trap game. <laughs> it Bearcats. could. It could. You got Eatonville next week. Just I mean, one I, top two team. You got another top two team. I just think Horizon. WF West has, has more talent. And even if they kind of have a letdown after a big win, um, you know, their, their talent should be enough to win, but uh, Rochester's a sound football team too. They're so, feisty. Yeah. And they're, I think they're well coached and they have a decent line. So they might be able to, to slow down that, you know, be able to control the trenches a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I still have WF West, but I could see them giving them a tough game. Uh, Aberdeen at Tumwater, Tumwater across the board, uh, pissed off Tumwater probably this week. Black Those Hills. Poor Bobcats. Yeah. Black Hills at Elma. Everybody's got Black Hills. Tenino. They need that game. They do. They really need that game. Tanino at Hoquiam. Tanino across the board. Angry Beavers. Uh, I wouldn't want to mess with one. Toledo at Grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> Toledo at Wakayakum. A lot of faith in Toledo. Going to a tough, tough place, to play. place to play. I think that game's going to be a slog. I, I have this I feeling that, that it's going to be this, like, it's going to be equally as ugly as Adam Wakayakum. Exactly. It's going to be horrendous. Toledo's not exactly famous for scoring fast on big plays. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. So, I, Yeah. It's going to be like that game. Gonna it's going to have limited number of possessions for both teams. Uh, yeah, 19 to 6. That's yeah. what I'm guessing. <laughs> Some, uh, how many yards of offense total? 260. Over, under 300. Under. Barely over. Smash that under. <laughs> uh, Rainier, Raymond, South Bend. Whoa, 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 where? Is this in Raymond or South Bend? I think they play all their games at South Bend. Oh, I'm taking Raymond, because South Because they've Bend, got then. the new turf field. You don't think Casey is like, hey, we got it. Would you have taken Rainier if it was in Raymond? Maybe. Really? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Is is Casey Johnson like, he's not an assistant coach or anything. No. He he goes to all the games, though. Trent's told me that he's like full on RSB now, though. Like he's like, that's got to be hard. He might have he might have given them admin secrets. Who knows? I mean, I well, I'm sure like he's been around football in like this area so much. I'm sure he's just kind of walking by the coach being like, Psst, Hey, you know what these guys like to do, <laughs> but he's just got, like, walking his, up and down the sidelines. He's still got his football season. Southern draw a little bit. He's like, you know what these guys like to do? <laughs> uh, Adna at Stevenson long drive for Adna. Yeah, just cause last week wasn't a long enough drive for Adna. They're going to go down to Stevenson. I hope they leave early. They can enjoy the scenery. It's a beautiful drive. I hope they win again because that's a crap drive on the way back if you lose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, everybody's got to add except Brandon who went Stevenson. Curious. I nearly went Stevenson. I almost like, did. They, have they, I have no, no. They lost to Kalama by like eight or something. So what they're does not that mean. I don't know. But, <laughs> but it means that they're not like atrociously bad, you know, like they're not getting hammered. And that's like a, Adna's sputtering a little bit offensively. Like I think that, you know, the past two weeks they did nothing against RSB who, you know, is a good team, but still they, they got a safety and that was it. And this past week against Wakaiakum, which was a team they 
theoretically should have dominated. They only managed 12 points. So um, I think this is a trap game. That's a long drive. That is not a fun drive to make. I am glad I'm not making that drive. I was saying trap game this week. I am. There's trap a game. bunch of trap games. Game. That was my point of my preview article. <laughs> uh, let's see. Iwako at PWV. Not Everybody's a trap game. by a lot. Yeah, not a trap game. Oakville at Winlock. Everybody's got Winlock despite Oakville averaging 50 points a game the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that could be a closer game. <laughs> I think game. it could be close. I don't think they have. Uh, yeah. I, I just think uh, Oakville's numbers are, I mean, they have like 16, 17 guys. Their, their numbers just can't compete with everybody else. So. At the end of the day, you have to play offense and defense. Yes. True. Yes. But I, I think, I definitely think Oakville is more competitive this year. I don't think they're kind of the pushover that they were last year. So, yeah. Um, and finally, we've got Mossy Rock at not Sound Christian, not Firm Foundation, not Three Rivers Christian, Evergreen Lutheran. This will get bad because Mossy Rock was sinning uh, because <laughs> Evergreen Lutheran's defense has not allowed fewer than 66 points in the game. Ooh, I think they're getting outscored somewhere in the 300s to somewhere in the double digits. It could get ugly. All right. Well, we'll if you're see. playing Lewis County DFS football, smash the cold boys this week. Mossy Rock uh, has been pretty good about taking the, uh, scored yes. 74 points in their last game, 72 points in their last game. I watched them play Muckleshoot shoot tribal and they could have scored 300 points in that game and they scored like 50. So I'm, I'm going to give them some credit. They, that was, sure another, not that was another game where their offense took the field and they were up like 24 to zero. Like their yeah. defense got two pick six. They had a kick return for touchdown and somehow they only meant, you know, only had 50 points. Like they slowed it down. So, yeah. Um, it is tough with eight man because you only have so many guys on your bench. So you like put in your JVs, but those are just your backups. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I must, is that muster across the board? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of sports dump. We'll be back next week to talk about, uh, whether or not Monster Rock was able to keep the, their foot on the gas against Evergreen, Lutheran, and, and other results. And hopefully I don't accidentally swear talking about the RPI rankings. Yeah, oh, but given pa- previous history, not looking good. Chill uh, the fuck out, Alex. It's, either, we'll talk to you it's either golf or RPI. <laughs> Two things that set me off. Man, when they actually bring out the RPI golf rankings. Oh, my God. If Von Watson is a number one, I swear. I'm just going to drive straight up to Renton. <laughs> <and> sign. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys next week.